everybody, welcome to C3 Films. Today we are doing another episode of It Wasn't That Good. Uh, my name is Cheryl and this is... Chris. Today we're going to be talking about the very first episode of Secret Invasion. It is on Disney+. Plus. Um, and honestly, um, I mean, I know there's only been one episode out so far, but I may not be very impressed. Um, well, uh, yeah, first let me, let me start off by saying that we are going to be going into spoiler territory, so if you haven't seen it yet, you may or may not watch it, it is up to you, I don't really recommend it, um, so we'll, and we'll tell you why right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious what you have to say, Cheryl, as somebody who doesn't, um, like know the comic book storyline for Secret Invasion. Um, this is a storyline that's taken place in the comics in in different ways. It also uh, appeared on the Earth's Mightiest Heroes cartoon that came out uh, like oh yeah, a lot, like a couple of years ago. Like I want to like think that was like 2014 or something. But it was also in there. And so this is like another kind of iconic storyline from the like the comics of Marvel, the pages of Marvel, kind of like Civil War and um stuff like that so Whoops. i have sorry no go on sorry i moved something back to it. but no continue okay no worries um but yeah so like i'm curious like were you were you you're, were you how you would feel as someone that didn't know what the content was going in because i remember when we mentioned it you said you had no idea what that what it was and i was excited because i was like okay so if cheryl doesn't know what this is about i wonder how she's going to react to this because the the hook is spoiled for me before I even go in because I know exactly what it's about and I don't remember if the trailers kind of like showed it off too they probably did but it sounded like you went in completely blind so I am kind of curious just like what were your thoughts when you first started that the episode and you started seeing the things that were happening and also did you see Captain Marvel yes I saw okay. Captain Marvel um, but as many of you may know I try to avoid trailers um, mm -hmm. so I didn't even see a trailer for it. Uh, I didn't know anything about it at all, uh, but when I saw the picture, I was like, oh, it's um, Nick Fury. Okay, so it's a Marvel thing. Um, I Going into it, I felt very lost. I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, and I, like, I kind of got it. Like, I knew who um, Danvers was and everything, and so I remembered the aliens that are like changelings and such. Um, but, uh, so I get why, you know, the guy was like, you can't trust anyone, and why he, like, basically killed Martin Freeman's character, which wasn't actually Martin Freeman's character. Um, mm -hmm. and I was just like, maybe a big part of it is because I'm not familiar with the comics. Um, but I don't think that's fair for the people who aren't familiar with the comics because no it should stand on its own yeah. it should stand it should stand on its own based because at this point marvel has created a whole cinematic universe of people and a whole like fan base of people that have not read a single comic book of marvel but just know the cinematic storytelling of marvel so it has to work within the context of whatever knowledge you would gain from just watching these movies and shows so i think that's completely fair um for it to be able to expect it to be able to uphold itself on that merit 
Yeah, and I think for the most part, after watching the first episode, I think I got the gist of it. Like, essentially, um, there's like this scroll uh, aliens that kind of went uh, rogue and decided to form like some kind of rebellion. Like, uh, and they're kind of acting like a terrorist group, like many things that we have seen in movies and television it's not really any different it's just in the guise of a different um universe different mm-hmm. characters um and i mean i think the the huge issue for me though is like yes i have seen a lot of marvel stuff but it didn't seem to be enough and there didn't seem to be enough of like of like spoon-fed information to me to like fully really get what's happening and um I don't know I was just getting a little lost and I mean I think I think it it was simple enough in the sense where like okay I can see what's happening and get it but um it wasn't really grabbing me as an audience because of how much references there were to things that I clearly didn't remember or know about. Right. Yeah. And that's one of the things about this. Um, it kind of starts off. It, it kind of hits the ground running, which you would argue is um, a good thing, but it also kind of feels like the, even with knowledge of previous movies, it feels like this invasion is coming out of nowhere. Because when we saw Captain Marvel, the big old thing in Captain Marvel was this is this was them messing with people who read the comics, right? Because in the comic books, the Kree were the good guys, the Scroll were the bad guys, and so you go into the movie with that knowledge from the comics, being like the Scrolls are bad, the Scrolls are bad, the Scrolls are bad, and then because the movie wanted to hit you with a twist for the sake of a twist, like they did like in movies like Iron Man three and like they've done before and after they decided to make it so that the scrolls actually weren't the villains and that the Kree actually were. So the whole thing being that, okay, so the Kree are actually bad and the scrolls are good guys. So we were all, I remember my friends and I at the time were just like, so I guess we're not going to get a secret invasion because the scrolls are good. And so now we come back and we come into here and all of a sudden the scrolls are evil. And it can feel like very jarring because the last time we saw these characters, they have been working. We've seen these characters like I think two times before this. We saw them in Captain Marvel and we saw them again in Far From Home. And in Far From Home, they were covering for Nick Fury and Maria Hill and they were helping out Peter Parker Spider-Man. So even then, they didn't seem like they were evil or anything. And they weren't because these are characters that we've, we've known that have been still like working together with our, with our leads. So it can definitely be a little bit um, jarring to just come in and being like, oh, yeah, no, the scrolls are bad now. And you're like, wait, 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 what? I thought they were good. And then, you know, the show tells you, it's like, okay, it's rogue. It's because of the fact that they haven't gotten, you know, a planet. But then that even felt weird story-wise. I'm like, because they're like, oh, well, you disappeared. Um, Captain Marvel disappeared. And it's like, but hold up. Like, it's been 30 years. So you're telling me it was 30 years before Thanos' snap. So during that time, back in the 90s to present day, like, Captain Marvel and... Um, Nick Fury never made good on their promise to find the scrolls a planet. That seems very, very strange and very, very counter what we know these characters to be about. 
So, and then afterwards with the snap, they're like, okay, well, yeah, and then, you know, you, you were gone because of the snap and stuff. But that doesn't explain all the time in between where they didn't do anything to help the scrolls get a planet. So, yeah, it's all, and then in that case, it's almost like, well, it's kind of surprising that the scrolls didn't go rogue sooner than, than right now. And then it also makes you ask, well, what about, what's special about right now that they're going rogue and they didn't do it like 10 years ago back when the Avengers first showed up? So, it's those kind of story questions that do come up just from even within the context of the universe that they've established. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also feel like it's, I mean, I think it's cool when we get to see Nick Fury do Nick Fury stuff, but it also didn't feel like Nick Fury was doing Nick Fury stuff. Mm, um, that that too. <laughs> too. And um, it kind of makes me question, like, well, why don't they call the Avengers to help with this um and i get you know the avengers can't always be called for everything because you know it doesn't give room for other people to shine and stuff like that but there was never a reason why they couldn't just reach out to one at least or you know someone that could help and they had to like keep it secret like um nick fury and agent hill kind of you know went went out in the dark like why why couldn't they do this with shield there was they never gave us a reason for that uh, what like why they had to go off and do this on their own and then they end up getting agent hill killed but then you know i also know it's marvel doesn't mean that just because she died here doesn't mean that she's gonna stay dead so we'll see we'll, how we'll that see. goes yeah we'll but, see but i also i also didn't feel like they did in a way where I cared that much because like she just got shot and then she died like that's actually one of my biggest I I hate that moment I hate that moment yeah so much it's it it doesn't feel like an earned character death it it just it it felt like a thing where they're like, like we're doing this for the shock value of it so that it can make you feel like oh my gosh um anyone can catch it and nick fury really is on his own and the problem with doing secret a secret invasion storyline on a tv budget is that it doesn't really make sense the whole idea about secret invasion is that they replace superheroes too so now all of a sudden you got superheroes that you think are on your side and then you find out that captain america is a scroll like that's the thing about Secret Invasion that is interesting. It's like they literally could be anyone, including the Avengers. And so the show is almost kind of trying to imply that, oh, they, maybe they could be the Avengers right now. But the thing was, like, in the context of these stories as they've appeared in the past, it was never really clear that they had infiltrated on that level. You slowly discover these things, and that's what's so intriguing. And then you start really wondering, because you're like... And because then also some people have been replaced for years. Like there have been people that have been captured and been like on the team and you thought that they were this person for a long, long time. And then you find out, no, that person got replaced way back when that event happened back then. And that's what made that interesting. So now it's like, it does like Playmat was saying in the, in the chat, it was, it feels like they're doing it just for the sake of doing it because you don't have that level of intrigue. If you're only going to be doing this with S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, you got Maria Hill, you got Ross, and you got Nick Fury. And that's basically it. And Ross basically doesn't seem like he's in this show. He's already been replaced. So he's probably, like, tied up somewhere. And then they just shot and killed, like, Maria Hill. 
And, you know, like he said, there's like it was such an unceremonious death for a character that's been in this franchise for like 10 years. This is a capable freaking human being. Like, this is how she goes out. I hated that moment so much. I ended the episode angry because of that, because that did not feel right for Maria Hill. And then, like you said about Nick Fury, Nick Fury doesn't even feel like Nick Fury Really, it almost kind of feels like because they're trying to do the post-traumatic stress thing with him where he's like he got snapped away and now he's back and like he's kind of shook. But it's like, okay, well, we kind of saw this storyline with Iron Man already. They did that with him in Iron Man 3. But also it almost kind of also feels like they're kind of trying to do almost kind of like a Luke Skywalker thing with him of like the broken mentor that isn't like as good as he used to be. People keep telling him you're not that good anymore. You're not who you're not who we expected and everything else like that. And to, in the context of the show, they're kind of right. We haven't really seen anything that makes him feel really Nick Furious. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know what they're trying to do, but all I know is they're like, I just really feel like Nick Fury is really washed up. Like, they fooled him at the end and then they killed Agent Hill. Um, but also, you know, you would think them being, you know, super secret agents that are very skilled would one figure out, like, a, like a passcode kind of thing like so mm -hmm. that they could have a system set up so they can prove <laughs> yes. to each other yes yes oh my god you're right <laughs> and like for a show being called secret invasion um i don't like what's the secret they revealed to us at the very beginning that there's <laughs> there's an invasion, that there's an invasion <laughs> and, it's, and everybody knows about it um except for i guess the average person like the average citizen but um yeah i mean like they just weren't very like good spies even like with that whole thing with the backpacks um <laughs> being marked and then uh i don't know why um he doesn't tell nick and hill that um that the backpacks will be marked with infrared until they get there like <laughs> shouldn't they go into, into it with the plan and like i, yes. I kind of get like why they did it that way because they want to basically spoon feed us information so that we understand like why we're seeing that but then also um amelia Clark's character tells him that like literally the scene right before that too mm -hmm. so uh i I, I think it's just a little bit too much spoon feeding. I, I honestly don't think they did it by accident. I think they really wanted to have the scene play out that way. And it's just, I mean, because maybe someone thought that it would look really cool and like seem really cool to have it him be like, oh yeah, they're going to be marked with infrared light. Yeah. We're no, cool they... spies and cool spy things. <laughs> Right? Yeah, they're trying to do, like, their cool spy thriller in television form, right? And But it's bad. Yeah, it, is, it just doesn't <laughs> feel that effective. I mean, because, yeah, like Playmat said, like, imagine if they set it up so that the invasion was actually a secret at the end, and it became an Avengers film. It's like, this is the type of thing that you set up over multiple films. This is, like, its own kind of phase. So it's kind of weird that they're all of a sudden, they're just kind of jam-packing it into, like, a six-episode series that doesn't really feel like an invasion at all it it just feels like a moment so it's not it's I, the biggest problem is that it's not big enough 
Because like we said earlier at the top of the show, you can't bring in the Avengers in this show. They're not, we're not going to see any of the Avengers, the ones mm-hmm. that are still alive. They're just not going to make an appearance in here. So I, and that's part of why I think that they killed Maria Hill, because they realized there aren't any real stakes. Like, you think about the characters that we could see in this show that they could get because of, like, you know, budget or whatever. There's not many. There's not many that we could get. And I feel like we got all the ones that we could get in the first episode. Now, it is the first episode, so they could surprise us in the last five with other people that could show up. But we know how Marvel usually does things with with this level of television show. So there's a good chance that none of the bigger characters are going to make an appearance in this smaller show, even though Nick Fury himself is in it. Yeah, I think they blew their budget on Samuel L. Jackson. Um, but i mean i i don't know i feel like you know from someone who doesn't know the backstory i really feel like they could have they could have done something with this without needing a big budget just make it a cool you know spy movie a spy series that's perfectly fine like you really don't need to have the avengers although it can make it a lot cooler um, mm-hmm. but I, and, but I, I think for a series, we're not going to expect, you know, the Avengers to show up and that's totally okay, but you have to, yes. you have to be a little bit more clever with what you're going to do if you're not going to have, you know, the Avengers or if you're going to downplay such a big story. Yeah. Be more yeah. creative. Yes, I think I think it is very hard to do an invasion story on the small scale, right? I, yeah. I get that it's a hidden invasion, but that's the idea. It's supposed to be an invasion of a planet. By that simple metric, that's huge. So it's hard to make that small. Even if it's secret, it's very challenging to make that small. So I I don't know. I I, I hear what you're saying. And I think that it is possible. You do have to just be more creative. But I think the story kind of lends itself to being inherently bigger because it is an invasion. Like, invasions are a big deal. That's a huge deal. It's an invasion of a planet, not like a city. At least if it's being done the way it's supposed to. So, yeah. Um, And we might as well talk about this since um, Caboose brought it up in the chat for a little bit. The, The opening titles. I don't know... It, I don't know if you heard about them. Um, when you saw the opening titles, did they look like strange and weird to you? Uh, I think I, I can't even remember the opening titles to be honest. That says something too. But the whole thing about it is that they did their opening titles using an AI generator, AI generated art. Oh. Mar- Marvel, Marvel, who has money and also apparently had some artists that actually did work on doing an actual opening and those artists didn't even find out that they didn't use that work and instead use an AI generated artwork until like the show had come out and it looks awful. It looks terrible. It looks like AI generated art and you just can't help but ask like, why Why? did Marvel do this? (laughs) I I ask that a lot about things that they put out in Hollywood and that's also, you know, I'm like, I'm getting kind of tired of these, you know, um, these big thing, and I mean, this goes way back. I've been tired of Marvel like years ago, um, because it's it's the same old formula, 
like do over do over do over and every once in a blue moon you get a good one but yeah. but even their good ones are like only okay like it's not the you know the greatest thing i've ever seen and stuff like that um and like it's just getting to a point where these things are so milked for just making money and it ceases to be art mm-hmm. and this ceases to be any love in the art that is being done and i know we were you know kind of briefly talking about this earlier about um daniel radcliffe's movie for the uh the weird owl um movie where Mm -hmm. they're they're just making movies for you know out of passion and so the result of that is getting something entertaining and I truly feel like these kind of movies are like everything that Marvel chugs out has like no passion in it. Like they're just trying to make money by slapping names on it, a brand on it, and they put no thought into the story. Yeah, I think I think that is generally true for most of Marvel's properties. We're gonna see when um put a mention in the chat about when Guardians Three comes out. We'll get to see when we get to watch that when that comes to Disney+. Plus. Um, I did see that movie, so it'll be interesting for us to talk about that. But, yeah, I think as a whole, you're 100% right. And that's kind of what this feels. It kind of feels like factory Marvel. And it's not... It doesn't have the highs of, like, old-school factory Marvel. So it's kind of unfortunate. But, once again, this is all based off of the first episode. We, we concede that those feelings could change they could surprise us over the next five episodes but based on this first episode we are unimpressed and like and playmat mentioned this too and i think that's even what you were talking about like if you were going to do it also also on a small scale then you could even have this moment of something that shows that they feel like the avengers might have been infiltrated and if the avengers are infiltrated then that makes it even more sense where they're like we can't trust the avengers We've like we've been in a small team, just us, for like the last like year, so we know that we're not scrolls, but we don't know about anyone else, so we're the only ones that can do this. And then now it makes more sense that you're just following the small team. But they want it to be just about Nick Fury, and I think that that is going to be, and I guess Talos, I think that's the other scroll's name, but that's going to make it very challenging, I think, to make something interesting, especially because. Samuel L. Jackson is like 70 years old, okay? This man is not doing much. And I know that they'll have stunt people do some of the other movements and things like that. But this Nick Fury is not a active action Nick Fury, which is a probably why we have Talos, so that he can be the person that delivers, delivers us on like cool martial arts action or things like that. But I feel like we're going to have a tough time being able to connect with what's going on but also being able to have cool moments connected with this show but we shall see based on the first episode i don't i don't see how this could get better um but i will concede that it could yeah i mean the fact that they killed off um agent hill's character it's like why would you kill the only female agent? Like, I know, like, Amelia Clark's in it, but but now there's only one. 
Also, it's Maria Hill. She's a, she has been there since the, the first Avengers movie. Yeah. She's, but for all intents and purposes, she is Nick Fury's right hand. She should be just as capable as Nick Fury, if not more capable, because she's younger. So mm -hmm. she doesn't go out like that. If she goes out, it she goes out hard. So, so disrespectful. I hate what they did with it. And you know what? Something's probably going to happen where we find out at the end that it wasn't her and it was a scroll and she just didn't transform after she died or some crap like that, that she had been replaced. And so she's somewhere being like, like controlled and she had already been replaced and then she'll be alive. Maybe we'll find that out, whatever. Still though, even as a way to just trick us, it's, it just, no. it does not feel good. Yeah. I mean, it's just, even if it was a trick, it would just be very like, why? <laughs> Still would be I dumb. Know. Yeah, still would be dumb. <laughs> like, what is the point? Like, you have to have a reason for doing these things besides, like, oh, we want to play a thing, or, like a trick on the audience. And they're going to be like, oh my God. Like, no, mm -hmm. put some thought into it. Like, why does it matter? Uh, you know what's funny? <laughs> I read this earlier in the chat where people were saying that um, I was being very critical for someone that was not the one saying that it wasn't that good. But I realized the more that I talked about it, the more that I hated it. <laughs> so <laughs> you're right, guys. But, it wasn't that good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I um, <laughs> All right. Um, um, I don't yeah. have anything else to say. Do you? No, I was just gonna say. I think that happens to us a lot. Where we're like, <laughs> oh yeah, it was only okay, and then after we talk about it, we're like, it was the worst. <laughs> it was actually pretty bad. So whatever. New episodes coming out later this week. I'll see how I feel about episode two, and then after that, that'll determine whether or not I keep watching. But. Um, I don't even know if this is a show that's worth watching week to week. It might even be worth watching, like, binging. But maybe that just makes it easier. Either way, nah, we'll done. see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. Won't be coming back and talking about this one at the season finale. Um, <laughs> but that's what we thought about Secret Invasion. What did you guys think about it? Do you think we're being too hard on it? Did you enjoy it? Did you think that... Maria Hill got a good send-off if she's actually dead. What have you thought about it? Comment below. Let us know. And while you're down there, if you give us a like, share, subscribe. Even if you don't, though, I have been Chris, and this has been... Cheryl, or am I?